love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Fitz Happens, live from our radio hub for Tuesday, October 22nd, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening every single day. I appreciate you. Let's see who's here. There's Drew. I am fresh from the barbershop. And, you know, the day after your haircut is always a, a crapshoot. You never know if you're going to be able oh. to make it look nice again. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm and you, you smell like Old Spice. You got yeah. a little Old Spice aqua velvet tint to you. Yeah, she used some of that smell good hair goo in there. Smell like my great uncle. <laughs> I don't think that's a compliment. <laughs> well, I'm taking it as one. <laughs> Thank you, my compliment, and going home. My great uncle, Bill Foy, he just passed away a couple of months ago, but he was in the Korean War, and he would always, every year, Thanksgiving and Christmas, show us all of his, my God, very, very graphic photos from the Korean War, which I saw from the oh age of five years old till, you know, 30-something. Right, Yikes. Um, making a note. Of yeah. More reasons that Fitz is messed up. <laughs> Putting it on the list. God, Uncle Jim, uh, no, sorry, Jim Foy. That was his name. Anyway, Claire, did, have we introduced you yet? We have not. What's up? Hi. I'm playing her today, boys. I still have that paper cut I've been... I've yeah, been... you were wanting us to suck on your paper cut earlier, yeah. which is... That's like... <laughs> that's an HR thing. Yeah, no, I think it's a first aid thing, and you would get a good Samaritan dispensation. No. See, that's... You know... If you got bit by a snake and you asked, would you please suck on my thumb to get the venom out? That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But you can't go around the office last time I checked with a paper cut and say, well, somebody please suck on this. I didn't say suck on it. I said kiss my boo-boo. But you know what? You can kiss something else. <laughs> <laughs> right of the young what's going on? Well, we got through Monday, and the further I get away from Monday, the better I feel because the weekend's on the horizon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it may be Tuesday, but... Looking for, like, you're looking, like Thursday. looking forward to have that long weekend nap again. Yeah, every weekend, like clockwork. <laughs> every single weekend. I go, hey, Ryder, again, what, what, what you got going on this weekend? Oh, man, I'm going I'm to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the simple things in life. Well, now we know that he's seen things. Oh, man, has he seen things. Our host, nothing. <laughs> what I'm seeing is is that our wonderful receptionist, Diane, continues to refill the candy on that thing, yes. and it is just at, it's adding up now. Yeah, and you just can make special up. requests. Oh, I was really? out there one day, and there was uh, there was last week there was no no chocolate candy. It was just all the Smarties and stuff. And I said, eh, forget it." She yeah. Said, whoa, 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 what's wrong? I said, you "Need to be chocolate. There's no chocolate." Oh. So she pulled out the huge bag of chocolate. Yeah. Said, Take your pick. <laughs> well, she uh, she also put in uh, some brand new Twix. Oh. And that just brings the the movies back. The man boobs. <laughs> oh, those Twix will go right to them. <laughs> Might never go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Ryder? I said, "Might never win anywhere." <laughs> Well, this is the holiday to add another cup size. Yeah. To the- <laughs> now they're moving lower. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we could just leave after that. <laughs> what a great opening day. <laughs> Here comes Tuesday. Let's go. The legendary Fits happens live. And now. And Here's now, my and now, daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I'm going to take you out of the viral community, folks. Mom of the year. You decide if the mother made a good decision here. A mom scared the living daylights out of her kids by doing the old scissors through the fake tongue trick. Mm. What she did was she laid on the floor moaning as they came home from school and then let them scream and cry for about 25 seconds before revealing the prank. Mom of the year. Wow. Mom of the year or... Uh, worst mom ever. Okay. On how, you know, she Depends could be preparing them for crisis situations. Yeah. Like showing them what it feels like to be scared, <laughs> you know, in a safe environment. Or she's Training. a really, really evil, evil mom. No, she. Uh, I think she's hardening her kids. That's good. Okay. Claire, I before think we hear the clip. A better 
way for her to have spent 20 minutes of her life. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, I think if a dad had done this, we would all find it hilarious. Uh-huh. Somehow, really if dads do yeah. stupid stuff, it's yeah. cool. But when moms do it, it's like, yeah. that's horrible. You'll scar the children. Right. Are the young mm. and your thoughts on this? Eh, tis the season. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. Here we go. Saw this on Facebook, and I figured when the kids get off the bus, I'm going to be laying on the floor and see their reaction to this. Oh! What? Oh! Mom! <laughs> I think she went on too long with it. Yeah, maybe a little bit too long. I'm Do you want to hear you, the whole clip? If this clip? were a dad, we'd all be laughing harder. Yeah. Because it's a mom, you expect more of moms. There's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a sense of nurturing. <laughs> yeah. uh, mommies aren't supposed to do that. Let's go to page two. Why are, are you kidding, kidding me? me? Out of Great Britain, folks, meet the family. M-E-A-T. Okay, oh. like a barbecue meat. Mm. Just another tongue getting cut off with scissors. Oh, I hope not, Claire. <laughs> There's a brand new reality TV show in the UK that takes extreme reality to a whole new level. Part extreme reality TV show, part social experiment. Meet the family. M-E-A-T follows four meat-eating families for three weeks as they interact with the animal that they enjoy eating the most. <laughs> so for three weeks, they treat the animal like a pet. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then decided whether it goes to an animal sanctuary or into their bellies in the end. Can you imagine? What exactly do what you is feed wrong a sausage the- when you're treating it like a pet? Yeah. Are you kidding? First of all, well, uh, pigs mm-hmm. are some of the like greatest, most intelligent pets ever. Also some of the greatest tasting pets ever. That is true. So mm-hmm. that's the thing. On, versatile. On Meet the Family, we're going to find... We're gonna find <laughs> So if they pick, we're a, gonna find out what little Wilbur becomes. If they pick a cow, uh-huh. do they get the whole cow in the end? Because that's actually a really good deal. Like a bunch of ribeyes. That's like seventeen hundred pounds that's of meat. That's what I'm saying. Because I would just pick the cow every mm-hmm. time. That's really interesting. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm thinking. My my heart is breaking for the families, the decision they have to make, and the animal. Yeah. Yeah. My gosh. I always think that about the 4-H kids, though. I'm always very impressed with how the 4-H kids can like grow a pig like from you know that's, man that's farm life that's reality that's how that the world is. was that's, co- that's country they, you're right they don't have cameras but doesn't mean they don't feel something for a little right grow, grow attached to them yeah. but that's they, not they, new they, they take them to the fair and all of a sudden right, right? who wants Boom. bacon wilbur's a mcmuffin yeah yep. all right and there you go folks make sure to pick up your mcmuffins today <laughs> you got the what are you kidding me stories of the day you're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, Claire, I know that you are really, really into like British royalty and, and what's going on with the monarchy. Did you hear about <laughs> this this Meghan Markle and Prince Harry sort of um, special that's airing in Great Britain where they're discussing their daily challenges and apparently the Merkel, yeah, she's of, depressed. She is depressed. I think my, my, my guess is she may have had, if not a full postpartum, Something related to that, but more importantly, she has just been in the public glare since day one, and she she doesn't get a break being a new mom. Everybody's criticizing her for this and that. The British tabloid is horrible. Oh, she's getting destroyed. She's admitting it. She's coming right out and saying, it has not been easy. I'm having a tough time. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, boo-hoo, you married a prince and you have billions of dollars. But she's still a person with a newborn child. So give give me details about, like... What exactly is the British press doing that is like, because I don't know, that are so bad that's making them leave the country? They tapped their phone calls and they hacked wow. her emails. Okay, gotcha. And they're releasing little mm-hmm. bits of them here and there. Now, we're not getting that as much in the U.S. What we get in the U.S. is, oh, she and Kate don't get along and Harry and William don't get along, with the, which apparently he has tipped off is true. The brothers are, are having a, a, a bit of a, of a rift um, he said, you know, it's always up and down with brothers. And, and it seems and like it all has to do down. with this marriage. It all but is. It, it all yeah. seems to have come to a head when he married her. And I think there's a lot, a lot going on behind the scenes that we don't know. But she is getting the brunt of it. Thank you for asking, because not many people have asked if I'm OK. But it's uh, it's a very real thing to be going through behind the scenes. And the answer is, would it be fair to say not really OK? As in, it's 
really been a struggle. Yes. Megan says that um, apparently before the rela- before she even started dating Harry, she says she calls him H, which is weird. Anyway, she said before she started dating him that her friends were like, listen, they said don't do this because the tabloids are going to destroy your when life. When I first met my now husband, my friends were really happy because I was so happy. But my British friend said to me, I'm sure he's great, but you shouldn't do it because the British tabloids will destroy your life. And I very naively, I'm American. We don't have that there. What are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. I'm not wow. So they are apparently ruthless. Right. Mm-hmm. Now think about it from Harry's perspective. Yeah. His mother literally died at yeah. the hands of the paparazzi. Yeah. So do you blame him for wanting to move to Canada? I'm also hearing they might be spending like Christmas and stuff uh, here in the States. In the yeah. US. Yeah. I heard that too. Thanksgiving even. Yeah. yeah. Be you right stay at over. my house. Harry's yeah. going to be an American. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Turkey, baby. <laughs> it's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Uh, there's some bizarre trends that that you know we're flooded with every single day of our lives. No matter what, oh, something something's always trending. There's always some sort of new challenge, and there's always some sort of new costume. Well, folks. Here's the latest one. A company called the Yandy, it's known for getting weird with Halloween costumes and stuff, uh, just came out with a Sexy Popeye's Chicken Sandwich costume. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah. Sexy Popeye's Chicken Sandwich costume. Does the catchphrase say you'll never get your hands on it? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Sorry, we're all out. No, but it says finger licking good. Oh! <laughs> it says I want to butter that biscuit. <laughs> Biscuits are dry. In, in my experience, all you need for that costume is a handwritten sign on a piece of paper taped to you that says, we don't know when it'll be back. Yeah. That's what everyone well, says. Looking at it, it's basically a one-piece bathing suit that looks kind of like a chicken sandwich. Um, <laughs> honestly, it looks more like a, a, a hamburger, but ooh, look at uh, look at that, Ryder. Ooh. Anyway, it is indeed a sexy biscuit sort of uh, costume. Yeah, yeah I, I see it. Would you wear it? I would wear the crap. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I do, might. Do you want to be a biscuit for Halloween? I would love to be somebody. Wear the breading out of it. <laughs> wear the breading out of it. <laughs> All right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Well, old guys just don't get it, and that's true in Hollywood as well, because there's a little bit of a war between the old time directors and the new movies, the new genres. So obviously superheroes are massive right now. Well, Martin Scorsese came out and he's, he called all the Marvel movies terrible. He said that they yeah. weren't even, uh, you know, they weren't even really movies. Uh, and basically the director of The Godfather, Francis Ford Coppola, came out at a, at a festival this weekend and backed him up. And he said he was being nice. You know what? I'm going to this sounds like a couple of uh, bitter old people. Yep. That's it. Now, of course, both those guys have been some of the top selling directors of 30 years ago and 20 years ago. Right. But they just don't get how it is now. Well, James Gunn, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy, is going to do the new Suicide Squad movie. He blasted these guys back and said, you know what? Every generation has their movies and the previous generation hates them. Our grandfathers hated gangster movies. They thought they were crude. Your grandfathers hated Westerns. They thought they were cheap. He said, look, our heroes, they just happen to be superheroes now. They're just the Western heroes. of the And those people are just Mm -hmm. getting old and out of touch and Mm -hmm. getting all bitty and they just need to... You know, relax. Look, yeah. these movies make billions of dollars. Yeah. I think the, the people are voting with their wallets. All right. Yeah. Claire, right. choose your news. Leave it to the Apple capital of the world to develop the world's greatest new Apple. Yes, researchers at the Washington State University Tree Fruit Research and Extension Center in Wenatchee <laughs> have developed a new Apple called the Cosmic Crisp. They've been working on it since 1997, but it debuts in grocery stores in December. It is said, first of all, it's the first Apple ever bred in Washington State, which surprised me because yeah, Washington State, State, is, State is the Apple, the State. Apple State. But it is said to be disease-resistant, keep longer in storage, particularly cold storage. And the reason it's called the Cosmic Crisp is because it's got little yellow dots that look like stars, man. Ooh. Wow. I'm sure they're growing something else Ooh. over there. <laughs> Bite of that apple. All right, right of the youngin, choose your news. Well, it feels like they're banning everything in China, from the NBA to South Park and even the big gaming World of Warcraft company, Blizzard. Oh, no, not Blizzard. Whoa. Well... Vince, I know you're a big fan of this guy, PewDiePie. PewDiePie, yeah. YouTube guy. Yeah, so uh, he made a joke because his internet wasn't working when he tried to connect to a a China-based Wi-Fi. 
And he made the joke in a YouTube video saying, I've been banned in China, you guys. Well, China didn't think it was funny, and now he is actually banned in China. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Now, now they're going after PewDiePie. Yeah. <laughs> PewDiePie is no longer allowed in China. <sighs> All right, there you go. Uh, the Tuesday edition of Choose Your News. Fitz happens. Live. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. You know, here on the show, we uh, uh, you know we love all things music, and uh, I personally love cover songs. Do you guys like when a different artist oh, covers yes. like a different song? Yes. I love yes, it when yes, they cover yes. a song into a different style. Yes, yes. me yeah. too. Yeah, I love that. I was thinking about maybe possibly doing a bit or whatever, uh, calling it Country Undercover. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Where we mm. play like cool cover songs or whatever. Mm. I bring this up because Kelly Clarkson had Cindy Lauper on her show. Last week, and uh, they did a, uh, a pretty cool version. Uh, obviously, Cindy Lauper, famous for singing "What Drew." Uh, uh, girls just want to have fun. Okay, good That's guess. One. Keep going. Colors, nice. True colors. True colors me. is uh, from mm-hmm. what famous movie? Wasn't that on the Goonies? Was it? It, it would make sense. A bunch Google? of her songs were on the Goonies. Huh? Bunch of her songs were on the Goonies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Kelly Clarkson and Cindy Lauper did a cover of "True Colors." And uh, check this out. Of course, anytime I play Kelly Clarkson, I need to get my my clip ready here. Oh, Kelly Clarkson! Okay, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> check this out. Be a smile, Don't be unhappy. Can't remember when mm-hmm. I last saw you laughing. Kelly Clarkson, Cindy Lauper. The Fit Show. It happens. Live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, welcome to the Tuesday show. We're getting ready for The Fitz Files. In minutes, the good, the bad, and the gossip is on the way. Exactly how many more kids are Kim Kardashian and Kanye West planning to have? Seven. Nope, but we do have an answer. All right, that's coming up in just a second. Drew is standing by with the Tuesday reality check. The troops were training at Fort Stewart when their Bradley fighting vehicle rolled over into a body of water. Three soldiers were pronounced dead on the scene. Yeah, this is a really tough day. Uh, As we know, we always respect our troops on this show and respect the job they do. Uh, and this is one of these occasions where, uh, you know, not even in, in a combat environment, they were training at home in Fort Stewart in Georgia. Uh, they were riding in a Bradley fighting vehicle. And this all took place at about 3.20 in the morning on Sunday. Hmm. And the vehicle rolled into some water. And like you heard there, three of the troops were pronounced dead on the scene. Three others were taken to uh, Wynn Army Hospital. So was, uh, I don't know if a lot of people realize how, how dangerous not only our armed forces training exercises are. I mean, they they, yeah. they train as if they are. They have to be ready, war ready at all times. You have to train like you're in the game, and, and that includes. It, I, sometimes people take for granted that you're you're using weapons, you're using uh, sometimes explosives, you're using uh, equipment right. like tanks, which aren't built for for safety and comfort. They're built for fighting to get the job done. They're built to get yeah. the job done, and they're built to protect those troops from you know rounds coming their way and that sort of thing. But you're training as if you're in the, mo- the, the moment. You have to do that. And, and that means that sometimes there is danger even during training. And obviously they do their best to mitigate any or all danger. But some of it gets through in a case like this. This is an unexpected situation. Um, and are just, you know, obviously the nation weeps for these, these 
young men yeah, and soldiers. I thought some prayers going out to their families and just grateful for their service. There you go. The Tuesday Reality Check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Kim Kardashian says she and husband Kanye West are not having any more kids. Yesterday's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians that aired showed Kim and Kanye welcoming their fourth child, their son, Psalm, ahead of their five-year wedding anniversary. And after all the necessary ooing and eyeing about how cute the kid was, kid said four is the perfect number and she is done. Now that makes sense. My mom had four kids. She had the exact, exact same thing. But Your mom's the, exactly like Kim Kardashian? She's just like her. But here's just the like thing. Her. I mean, just like her. Yeah. There may be trouble blurring in Kim and Kanye land. Yeah, Fitz, what? we were just talking about this. Yeah. He's really into his Sunday service now. He's going all over the country preaching mm-hmm. Sunday service, which sometimes he holds on Saturdays, which I find interesting. And he's got a line of clothing, and his line of clothing has the women covered and a bit more demure. And word is, mm-hmm. he wants Kim in that in that clothing. Wants her to quit dressing uh, mm-hmm. like Kim. Oh. Like a Kardashian, which is... Yep. Now, does he want her to yeah. wear it to sell more of it, or does he want her to wear it because that's his, the way he thinks women should be covered now? Right? He, want, he wants his wife to, to cover up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yes to both. I think it's a marketing ploy. But then again, and, you know, the world ha- has seen a lot of Kim Kardashian. Yeah, but that's right. how he got her. That's why he yeah. got her. Yeah. And right. He can't yeah. change her after the fact. Right, He's taking his Yeezys talking about Yeezus. Who needs who more? <laughs> I think he needs her a whole lot more than she needs oh. him. Well, probably yeah. for his, his sanity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, Oscar winner Jennifer Lawrence got hitched over the weekend. She, of course, is Katniss Everdeen uh, from the Hunger Games movies and lots of other things. She's actually a really great actress. She married an art dealer named Cook Maroney. Here's the thing. Apparently, Rhode Island's the new place because they had it at some ritzy mansion there. But the same weekend, last weekend, it was the birthday party of some super celebrity DJ named Andrew Watt. So all the people from her wedding went over to that party, and then a bunch of other what we call young Hollywood royalty went over there as well, including Mr. and Mrs. Justin Bieber, neither Mm. of whom are actually in movies, but apparently they're Hollywood royalty. But guess who is also now considered Hollywood royalty? One of the biggest stars of the party, Olivia J. Giannulli. Yes, and Becky's daughter, Victoria of Lori Loughlin. And uh, Massimo Giannulli. She rode all the way to the wedding. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Did Aunt Becky pay uh, pay for her to be at the wedding, I yeah. wonder? Pretty much. Her parents she, she, are... Aunt Becky had her photoshopped in as a bridesmaid. Really? <laughs> <laughs> They're basically about to go to prison and she's partying up. Uh, here's a fun fact. TMZ refers to her as OJ. I think we might start oh, doing that. Oh, no. They deemed a new OJ. <laughs> and I want to give it up for Jake Gyllenhaal, an actual superhero. He plays what's her, Mysterio, whatever. Uh, he plays Mysterio in the Spider-Man part from Home. Yeah, well, whatever. He saved a dog. What? This big old Dalmatian got away from its owner in the middle of New York City. New York City, like this huge, busy intersection with cars and trucks, and this poor dog was terrified. And Jake ran into the traffic, stopped all the cars. He said, I can't quit you. That's I'm right. going to save your life. And then he gave the owner a talking to about oh, oh boy. different types of leashes she could use that might prevent this. I see this all I'm the time. I'm Jake Gyllenhaal, That's citizen. Right. Citizen? <laughs> Never fear. I wish. He would be such a cute Superman, wouldn't he? Or Spider-Man or any of the bands. He would make yeah. a pretty good Superman. Good Superman. Yeah. yeah. He'd have to shave, wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd have to shave. And then also he'd have to quit the Marvel movies. <laughs> right. But other than that, he'd be perfect. Yes. There you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Jill and <laughs> Fitz happens. Live. Live. Welcome back to the show. The Tuesday show is on. There's Drew. There's Claire, writer the youngin. And our goal is to hopefully, you know, help you get to know us a little bit better every single day. There's only one way I know to do that. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. And we really hope that you like us. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like me. All right, and uh, you have to fill in the blank. This is a fill in the blanker, okay? okay? I thought blank would be a great idea, but then blank. I thought blank would be a great idea, but then... So I'll go ahead and kick it off. I thought years ago when I was introducing the Power Rangers at this show in North Texas, <laughs> I thought it'd be a great idea to get up on the stage and pretend like I was getting in a fight with the Power Rangers. Like, come on, kids, you want me to get them? And I went over to one of the Power Rangers and 
nudged him. After that event, not only that the the blue Power Ranger, but the green one, who was his partner, oh. I found out they attempted to try to like you know have a little fight with me, <laughs> and I. I'm the only person I know who could officially say I got in a fight with the Power Rangers. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Apparently, you didn't watch a show because they they beat up like giant yeah. robot Whoa. dinosaurs. They did. Go go Power Rangers! You got in a fight with Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, the original Green Ranger. I did. That's legendary. Yeah. That makes you really cool. I'm not yeah. even gonna lie. I'm so, dude. I get it. That's like one of the greatest stories. That, believe <laughs> That's it or so not. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> All right. I thought blank would be a great idea, but then blank drew. I thought taking a nap would be a good idea over the weekend, but I overcooked it, and uh, oh. I ended up sleeping so long for quote-unquote nap time that I couldn't go to bed at night. And, and I'm, I'm new to napping. Everyone's been telling me, yeah. you've got to nap. I've Get never been able to nap my whole life, so now I'm trying to learn napping, and it's hard to learn to measure it outright, because mm-hmm. you'll blow your entire night if you nap too deep in the right. day. That's yeah. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. I thought blank would be a great idea, but then blank. Claire. I thought sake would be a great idea, but then I broke my toe. Oh. I, I thought it was one of those things where you like it's warm and you sip it. And I knew it had alcohol in it, but I didn't really think it had that much. It's plum wine. What could possibly go wrong? Is so it strong? It's very strong. Yeah. Wow. It's very strong. I walked into, I was staying with some friends and I walked into this marble table, a uh, little bit hammered. And wow, does it hurt when you break your toe. Oh, and it was the a little is. toe and they don't even do anything for it. They just go, well, that's too bad and tape it to the other toes. The clue is they serve it in those little tiny shot glass looking things. Mm-hmm. When they serve the alcohol on that, it's going to be strong. That, oh, yeah. I should have. Yeah probably known that it's like a sippy and, yeah. and always a and always when they give them to you take them yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right right of the young and i thought blank would be a great idea but then well i thought it'd be uh great to have a emo styled haircut when i was in high school oh <laughs> yeah it was one of those i called it the reverse wait mullet. did you say emu like an emu emu animal or emo like an emotional emu kid? Emo. What? Emo. A yeah. reverse mullet? I called it the reverse mullet. What it really was was the flock of seagulls haircut yeah. where, you know, like it's all, it's, I call it because it was business and back and party up front where it went over the, like my eye and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Dyed oh. it purple and everything. I thought it looked so cool. Pictures. Pictures yeah. didn't happen. Oh, I've got plenty of pictures. Oh, he, sh- he showed me the pictures. Yeah, he's, he's oh, it's, seen them. All right. It was a bad idea all around. Well, That's why I was for- single in high school. <laughs> getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Fitz Happens Live. <laughs> Fitz Happens. It's, it's the Fitz Show. Everybody, welcome back to the show on Instagram. Just search two words. Follow Fitz with a Z. Follow Fitz. There's Drew and Claire. Right or the youngin'? Drew, throw out your favorite form of social media where you'd like to be followed. Oh, I love Instagram, and it's at Critical Drew. Oh, I know you love Instagram. I was uh, scrolling through my Instagram last night, looking at <laughs> some people that, you know, that I follow. One mm-hmm. of them you follow. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I saw on several of her photos, <laughs> there's Drew. Like, <laughs> like, like, like. Hey, there's nothing wrong with liking people's photo. People get a rise out of that. They feel good when they get likes. I know. I if just I think see it's really I like, inappropriate. You are like- in a committed 11-year relationship, and you are, uh, I've noticed you going around, well, I've, ever since I've known you, he follows fitness models right. on, on his social media. And <clears throat> does that upset your woman whenever you are liking other women's posts Especially when they're wearing sometimes what the, they're wearing in those posts, which is, not, part, which, which is not much. Not at all, for the most part. Uh, okay. There have been incidents. Uh, there were a couple times when she would get mad about something, and I thought it was that was happening. I thought, oh, I've, right. she's reached her limit. She's no longer. Yeah. And it just turned out that it was that particular individual she didn't hey, care for. I mean, I've been there. I'm not going to lie to you. There have been times where I've liked the posts in the past, uh, but maybe before I was married or maybe even the beginning of, of, of the marriage or whatever. Where she would, you know, make a comment and then sort of I, and then, you know what really changed it for me? When my daughter, my daughter Chloe said to me, dad, do you really, do you see who you're following on social media? Particularly my Instagram. And there were some fitness models Mm -hmm. and we literally together went through and sort of nuked them. You know, the ones that she felt were inappropriate. The daughter was the difference. I'll tell you, I'm sensitive to the issue, though, because I do check the temperature. I check the water every once in a while. I ask (laughs) her, I make sure I do a little... You know, a Wait, whose temperature check. are you checking? 
I'm checking her her temperament temperature oh, right? to make sure I haven't upset her or gone too far or make sure the pot's not boiling, if you know what I mean. Do you know right? the part? And do there's you, no do, rabbit in it? Yeah. <laughs> do you know the particular fitness model mutual person that I'm talking about? I have, Don't say I have it. an idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I think I know who you're talking about. I totally know who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't I know. I think I do. We'll show you later. Oh, I, yeah, oh a maybe, different one? Maybe you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Well, now I'm interested. How does it? Yeah. Oh, we'll show you. Thank you. But how does it make you feel that the the Drew is just going through liking, liking photos like that, Claire? I honestly, <laughs> it creeps me out. Oh, it really does. Dang it. I just this whole thing creeps me out. But you know yeah. what? You're you, and whatever floats and your you boat. Do your thing, man. He likes not, fitness models. There's not nothing wrong with that, Drew. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it's that. It's like at appreciating all. art. You and, and like, fine wines. You and like 80% of America like fitness models. Don't worry about yeah, it. I'm not alone in this. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Let's get to the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. You might have seen this footage over the weekend. I mean, it, it floored me. Um, back in May, there was a high school football coach in Oregon who stopped a shooting by grabbing the kid's gun. And now the security footage is going viral right now. We're just seeing it because once everyone was safe, he just hugged the kid and sat with him until police got there. Whoa. Oh, he had a lot more love than I than I probably would have in that situation. Somebody who just walked into, you know what I mean, a classroom with a gun, right? But he it showed a lot of love. It turned out the kid had uh, mental health issues. He was having a breakdown. The coach's name is uh, Keenan Lowe. Yeah, Drew, you were saying, yeah. I was going to say that I can't speak for this guy. I can't speak for the situation. Yeah. I didn't even see the video yet. I'll watch it. But it is I imagine that a teacher, yeah, and a lot of teachers out there can tell me this, they see the kids and they probably recognize sometimes kids who might really just need that little uh, that touch, that hug, that attention. And when he saw this kid, he probably thought, that's what this kid needs. And he probably really thought that this isn't a knock him out. This is a just hug him. That's what he's missing in his life. And that's what led him here. Which is missing. really interesting after somebody walks into a classroom with a gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he knew, um, probably knew this kid before and knew. I'm saying it's a long, a long yeah. instinct. This wasn't a right. stranger he saw at a mall. This was a kid he, yeah. he may have he seen. Knew. And he may have seen kids yeah. like this kid before. And that's why that was in his programming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. So, Coach Keenan, uh, he was a wide receiver at the University of Oregon from 2011 to 2014. He just did an interview about it, discussing the, the moment. This is possibly going to be an active shooter now at Park Rose High School, need more cars. I get a call from my AP as he's heading out to the fab saying, we have an active shooter, the police are here, their guns are pulled, Keenan's in the fab. You know, the timing of all this and this whole situation, it didn't happen by accident. I saw a scared young man. You know, I saw his eyes and they were kind of swelled up. I saw him as a, as a young man that didn't really realize what he was doing. After I disarmed him and got rid of the weapon, it made it really easy for me to kind of sit him down and uh, just talk to him about life for a little bit until the police came there. Mm, there you go. That Good. is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. It's the Fit Show. Fit happens. There's Blanco Brown in the house. His viral country rap hit, The Get Up, from his album Honeysuckle and Lightning Bugs, was number one. So exciting. On the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart for 12 weeks. That's got to feel good. Gonna do the two-step and cowboy boogie. Grab a sweetheart and spin out with him. Do the whole down. Blurring the lines between country and hip-hop music, Blanco Brown makes a southern sound that he proudly calls trailer trap. Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, Blanco Brown joins us right now. Howdy, howdy. How y'all doing? Blanco, it's good to talk to you again. You know, it's been a minute, and I know that you, my gosh, you've been traveling everywhere. You have so many appearances, but we got to hang out with you where you just did such a great job and hung out with all of our listeners. You performed for them. You sang for us. Do you remember that? I definitely remember that. I remember it was a little nippy, but then it got a little warm. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what, yeah, we, you know, with our with our male artist, we always like to, you know, crank down the air conditioner and get it very nippy in there yeah. for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies entertained. 
So where are you right now? If you don't mind, like, describe the ambiance, the room you're in, the clothes you're wearing. Tell us about you and the moment you're in right now. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm in a blue jean shirt, blue jeans, and some boots. I'm chilling. <laughs> and what about what room are you in? I'm in a room. The walls are closing. <laughs> Someone find me. Please find me right now. <laughs> That's a pretty good scary voice, Blanca. I was waiting for you to say, do you want to play a game? You know, just days ago, man, I heard that really cool duet you did with Tim McGraw, Don't yeah. Take the Girl. Yeah, that was the most amazing feeling ever. Um, his management reached out to John from my label, Broken Bow Records, and John said I had the possibility of meeting him, but he told me not to get too excited because he don't want me to be let down if, you know, things get real busy. And um, thankfully, I got to meet him, but not only that, when I walked in the room, they had the guitar and the piano to keep the keys out and um he said you do know the song right i said of course <laughs> and we sung it wow it's the that's best really feeling cool. ever he's the coolest he's a cool dude you know knowing tim mcgraw did, did he ask you to go do crossfit with him on his, on his trailer with all the weights on it have you seen that thing blanco <laughs> no i haven't seen it <laughs> <laughs> tim mcgraw travels with, with you know with an 18 wheeler and it's it's got his entire gym on it i'm surprised he didn't ask you to do crossfit with him well if he would have done that, I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Now, back to more Fitz. Fitz. It happens live. 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 F-I-T with a Z. Hey, hey, so Blanco, your new album, Honeysuckle and Lightning Bugs. You have a song on there called, your song called Tennessee Whiskey, which has nothing to do with Chris Stapleton's Tennessee Whiskey. I was so impressed with that song. It was about being like the the bad one in a relationship, right? Um, yep. um she a glass of champagne. I'm just Tennessee whiskey. I, yes, mm-hmm. that was such a cool song. Like lyrically, it was awesome. Is that going to be a, a single? Is that going to come out? I just dropped the video to um Tin Whiskey. So so the video oh, is up. Wow. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Everyone, check that song out. It's such a cool song. Yeah, we'll share it right now. I I I love that record. And when I wrote it, I had never heard uh, Tennessee whiskey. The George version before the Chris Stapleton version from, you know, 80-something. Are you, are you excited also to show the world, particularly the country music world, your vocals? Yeah, I sing. I'm, I see, like, people do write-ups and say rapper, but I'm far from a rapper. I can rap, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I sing. That was one of the, the huge takeaways was how incredible your voice is, the range and the different styles you can do. And it's so awesome to see the rest of you now coming out and letting everybody see everything you can do. It's the biggest blessing to just be able to use your gift and open up to the world and let them inside. Because, you know, when they saw, when they heard the get up, they saw the house. But now that honeysuckle and lightning buzzed it out, you can walk into the house and see the furnishing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hey, I don't know if they told you this, but real quick, you know, uh, we, we have the... Fitz artist interrogation. Did they tell you that you're going to be interrogated today? No. Well, sir, I'm going to interrogate you. Pretend that we are sitting in an interrogation room. I have a huge flashlight in front of you up in your grill. You must answer the questions honestly. Are you ready? I'm ready. How did you reward yourself with your first big paycheck? Uh, I didn't. I've been moving around so much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, if you could go streaking and not get in trouble, where would it be? Streaking, now, I ain't. I ain't jumping into nothing naked. <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be one place in the world where you just want to run free and go streaking. I can't think of one. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to crack under interrogation. No, he's a tough one. <laughs> Why did you unfriend someone recently on Facebook or social media? Maybe because I realized we weren't friends. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Yep. All right. What what is your go to personal karaoke jam when you want to bring the house down? Man, it's so many. It depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes I put on uh, Johnny Cash, Walk the Line. At times I put on Dunny Hathaway, a, a song for you. And, you know, at times Sam Cooker Chain's going to come. It just depends oh. on what Ooh. mood I'm in. Ooh. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, yes. oh, man. Amazing. <laughs> and finally, Blanco Brown, if you owned a restaurant, which I'm sure you will in the future, what kind of food would you serve? Uh, Top tier, plant-based food. Dang! Really? Blanco oh, are Brown. you a, are you vegan or vegetarian? I'm a uh, plant based. You know, veganism is a word that <laughs> they take real serious. I'm wearing leather boots right now, so I'm plant based. <laughs> I eat nothing animal. Hey, listen! Thank you so much for your time. Take the next twenty seconds to plug whatever you want to, Blanco Brown. Oh yeah, um, check out my new album, Honeysuckle and Lightning Buzz, from Temporary Insanity to the Get Up, and 
in between, you know, you get a little Georgia Power, Ten Whiskey, Funky Tonk, Gemini, Don't Love Her, and mm. a lot of greatness. I love y'all, and I thank y'all for y'all time and taking the time to listen to me. Hey, we thank you for the time you've given us. And you got a friend with Fitz, and hope you know that, my friend. Yes. Blanco sure. Brown, ladies and gentlemen. Thank y'all. Thank you, Blanco. It's the Fit Show. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. It's a dad show. A real bad show. Because dad, your jokes are the worst. Scientifically proven to bring joy to people's lives, dad jokes. Last time I checked, I'm the only daddy in this studio. True. Not wrong. It's a five-minute walk from my house to the pub. It's a 35-minute walk from the pub to my house. The difference is staggering. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a dad joke. It's a good joke. (laughs) It's a dad joke. (laughs) A real bad joke. Because dad, your jokes are the worst. Hey, do you have any good dad jokes? Send them to me. Message me. Uh, go to Facebook, search Follow Fits. You know what else it's all about? It's all about them nachos. Hey. Mm. Today is International Day of the Nacho. I wanted to celebrate this day today. International Day of the Nacho. Nachos originated in the city of Pedras Negras, Mexico in 1943. And the wives of U.S. soldiers visited this restaurant called the Victory Club after it had closed down for the day. And the, uh, the maitre d', not, uh, 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 her name was Nacho Anaya, invented a new snack for them with what little they his, had in the kitchen. Name. Yeah. Tortillas and cheese. He cut the tortillas into triangles, added some cheddar cheese and sliced jalapeno peppers. Mm. He then served the dish, calling it Nacho's. Especialize. Mm, I love it. I love yeah. it. And no, that, yeah. my friend, nice. is the history of the nacho. <laughs> the International Day of the Nacho. All the nachos you can eat. You brought me a nacho. Yeah, all the nachos you can eat. Get some nachos. International Day of the Nacho. I am nacho. This nacho. Nacho. Nacho, nacho, man. <laughs> I want to be a nacho, man. Nacho day. Yeah! Oh. So, happy Nacho Day. It's the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like, for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, welcome back to the show. Stand by in minutes. We take you straight out of country. Drew is standing by with a Tuesday reality check. Internal emails among Boeing company pilots shows there were concerns about the 737 MAX plane two years before a pair of deadly crashes. Oh, that's not good. So this is a bad situation for the world's largest plane maker, Boeing. Uh, Just as it looked like they were about to get the aircraft recertified, uh, airlines were making plans to put them back in service. They were getting back on schedules. Uh, This comes out that, that an employee... About two years earlier, in 2016, there were some emails back and forth about concerns he had over the behavior of the simulator for the 737 MAX in the, you know, when they were getting it certified the first time for flight. Um, that's not good, basically. It, when, the, when the 737 MAX ended up uh, having this critical failure Slash issue... software issue as that well. ...that caused yeah. these two crashes, which cost many people their lives... Um, it, it kind of the way this is lining up right now. It's making Boeing look as if they knew there was a problem and ignored it. So the FAA chief last week on Friday ordered uh, the CEO uh, to give them an immediate yeah. explanation of why they didn't bring this information to light back when it first appeared in 2016. His excuse, at least right off, was they're talking about the simulator, not the actual aircraft. So that that's where Boeing has has kind of stopped their their. Public statements. Well, it, isn't point. the issue too? I mean, how mu- how many planes are we talking about, and how much money basically was spent to create these planes? It's billions, billions, billions of dollars, and billions, and billions so, of dollars of future sales. 
Is that what they're trying to cover up? It's, it's like I'm, I'm not going to use the word cover up yet. These things are done. These are such complex situations. And like they said, right now, as far as they know, as far as up management says, mm-hmm. it was just the simulator. That doesn't necessarily mean the aircraft. The simulator is designed to simulate that aircraft's performance, but it may not be 100%. All right, folks, this is your captain speaking. Enjoy your free drink as we take you up. All well, right. th- this will have very big ramifications because, like I said at the top, this is the world's yeah. largest uh, aircraft manufacturer. They manufacture most of the airplanes you fly around in this country. All right, there you go. The Tuesday reality check. Now, it's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. Craig Morgan uh, was on Kelly Clarkson recently. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Kelly Clarkson! <laughs> and uh, he was telling her how he was inspired to write The Father, My Son, and The Holy Ghost. And uh, we're talking, you know, Craig Morgan lost his son last about a year and a half ago to a, to a horrible drowning accident. And I, just the fact that he, you know, he wakes up every day with, with strength, and po- strength and positivity and he's, that's amazing in itself. I can't imagine someone, you know, if, 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 you've, if you've lost a child. I, I My wonder heart breaks if, for you. if yeah. in some way it was therapeutic for him to be able to put those thoughts and feelings into words, put them to music, and share them with people. Maybe you know they say talking about things helps. Well, maybe singing about them helps. Yeah, maybe so. He said actually God woke him up at three thirty in the morning one night. Everybody doesn't know the story of why this song was written. Can you tell? So I lost my son in a drowning accident three years ago, and I tell some of my friends for them that happened three years ago. For me, it was yesterday. Mm. And every day it's yesterday. So 3.30 one morning, God woke me up and he wrote this. I was singing the chorus in my head and I did what I would usually do. I said, I'm going to lay down. I'll remember it and I'll do it in the morning. And something told me, you won't remember this. Get up. And I got up. I went downstairs and I started writing. I picked up a guitar and I started playing the melody that I felt like I'd heard in my head. And four hours later, I finished the song the way you hear it today. And here it is. uh, Just a very, very emotional performance of The Father, My Son, and The Holy Ghost on The Kelly Clarkson Show. In the mornings I wake up, give her a kiss, head to the kitchen. Pour a cup, wake me up, and try to rouse her some ambition. Go outside, sit by myself, but I ain't alone. I've got the Father, my Son, and the The Holy Ghost. It happens live. Real. Oh, oh my God. Money. What the heck just happened? Pick it up. The Fitz Show. I'd like to ask you a question. <laughs> Wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Does anyone listening have a strategy in case there's ever a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's good to know. Yeah. Drew, what about you? Oh, I would. Uh, my first plan is to wake up, since that's imaginary, it can't happen. Mm-hmm. There's no science backing anything like that. So no science. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You can't animate corpses. This doesn't work out. You know what? You're cursing yourself again because you're saying that that, that zombies won't attack. And right, I'm saying um, zomb- there's no such thing as zombies. You are going to be the one that's going to be bit right in the face. You know what they say? They're going to rip your cheek off. <laughs> now that could still happen from like a crazy person. Maybe a dog. A yeah, crazy coyote or something. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, 14% of Americans have a strategy in case there's ever a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I was going to say, you know what they say? Everything's impossible until it happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's good. And some things are just impossible, period. Mm-hmm. Actually, every, <laughs> if it could be imagined, everything is possible. That's everything is absolutely possible. When you think about Except it, though, where biology and phys- yeah. physics are concerned. Well, there's this town in North Carolina. This country radio station. We don't talk about physics. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Sorry. A town in North Carolina is holding a zombie survival event this month to let people practice for the zombie apocalypse uh, that we, we do know is going to be facing us someday. You're going to say... Someday, yeah. Someday? No, I was going to say, a lot of the things that you do to prepare for the zombie apocalypse are things you should be doing to prepare anyway for, say, an earthquake. Or for the regular apocalypse. Right, for the regular yeah. apocalypse. Yeah. So, okay, yes. that's a good point. Claire right. makes good sense. <laughs> I am really thinking about getting uh, some sort of a bunker or something, I would, or, or some sort of a basement. 
You know, when I was a kid, I grew up in North Texas, so I was in Tornado Alley. So we right. had, my dad had a huge basement. A ce- yes. We called it a cellar. A cellar, right. But now I'd really like one. I'm considering maybe living in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. The the notion of the of the zombie bunker is not new. It's just that the type of threat has changed. Well, some of the things that right, <laughs> some of the things that people are doing, um, or some things you could do to prepare, meet up with family and friends so they're strength in numbers. Uh-huh. Okay. Have prearranged meet up points too. Right. Know how to because, find uh, people without, might be down. without yeah. your electronics. Yes. Like have a, meet, a meeting place. Yes. Again, these are the top five things people said they would do mm-hmm. uh, uh, if you know the the zombie apocalypse started going down. Relocate to a place with fewer zombies, so like not not near a city. Right, sure. Mm-hmm. The zombies like the city, right? Yeah, well, do. no, it's just about population. <laughs> the zom- zombies will fight other people. Zombies There's- like the shopping in the downtown district yeah. better. Yeah. It's more convenient. Yeah. There's more dead people lying around there. I hear that zombies love Marshalls. <laughs> <laughs> you better stay away from the TJ Maxx. You know what? Have you been in there around Christmas time? Yeah, it looks like they've already been there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, something else they do, some of the things you do, gather supplies and food. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, uh, if if you have watched, what's the name of that show? Walking Dead? No. Are you talking about Doomsday, Doomsday Preppers? Preppers? Doomsday, Doomsday oh, yeah. Preppers. Yeah. Doomsday yeah. Preppers. They are ready. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so funny how they rate their plan. And, well, you know what? We give you an A for a zombie, mm-hmm. you know, preparedness. Right. Um, find a good place to hide and regroup when the zombies attack. Mm. Obviously, you're going to disperse. Yeah. Apparently they can't climb very well. Oh, so I don't I'm know. They thinking can climb. about a treehouse and like an upper, you know, like a place to go up. It all depends on the type of zombie we're yeah. talking. But the thing is, well, we if they can't climb, maybe right. I don't know. Do you yeah. build a wall? Hello. Uh, actually, some movies. <laughs> I mean, some movies have addressed that. Remember <laughs> World War Z with Brad Pitt, <laughs> Brad Pitt movie where they basically climbed. just keep throwing themselves against the wall until they pile up enough that they can crawl yeah. over the wall. That right. was scary. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they well, were moving fast. Look at all these text messages coming, and people are really preparing for this. If not the zombie apocalypse, definitely like the end of times because yeah. a lot of weird stuff's going on. Or again, like I said, an earthquake or power outage. But yeah, go ahead. Or the end of the or the zombie apocalypse. You know what I have planned? <laughs> I'm going to go uh, steal a bunch of treadmills and just put them out by my house. Oh, you're going to work out during the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you put the, the treadmills zombie. the opposite right. way, and they start walking towards your house. They go on that treadmill, <laughs> right the other way. <laughs> how are you going to power them with the power outrider? Oh, that's easy. That's a generator with gas. And do you really think the zombies are going to go up and start walking on treadmills? <laughs> I think they might try to. <laughs> Finally, number one thing, gathering guns, ammo, and other weapons, which everybody seems to be doing right now anyway. Yep. Crossbows! <laughs> oh, crossbows for the for win! Everyone. Oh, crossbows to the head, Let's yeah. Somebody I like says, Barry. I, I'm a huge Doomsday Prepper Fitz. I build a self-sustaining homestead. Well, let me wow. come see it. Where is it? Barry says, just become a zombie, then you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> Join the crowd. The one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now. And Here's now, my now, daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Yes, we begin now with a story out of Oklahoma. Oh, Sooners. Oh, no. Folks, after the Sooners scored a first-half touchdown against West Virginia, the University of Oklahoma's famed Sooner, Schooner, took the field for a traditional victory lap. Uh, Wasn't exactly traditional. But the horse-drawn carriage ended up taking a sharp turn back toward the stadium tunnel, sending two riders and the driver's bench completely tumbling violently to the ground there were no injuries thank goodness but it was absolutely petrifying yeah that to baby watch. flipped hard i said hey that thing had a lot of horsepower but no turning radius <laughs> <laughs> oh it's a dead joke uh, yeah that cheerleader that was riding on there came shooting out across the. she yeah. did yeah well, i don't yeah, know she, if she was she, a cheerleader she was the driver of the schooner no there was a cheerleader in a cheerleader outfit she went about 15 yeah. yards First down! Yeah. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Can we also post this on our Facebook page? Yeah, of course we can. And this is the play-by-play from the announcers. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. Come on, guys, speak. Watch her ability to roll. When she hits the ground, nice roll. She's been teaching jiu-jitsu, Joe. You got to roll. No, I can't believe they did that. Considering at that time they didn't know if anybody was really injured or not. I mean, yeah. that was it was a you could hear them crazy hard fall trying to decide if they should say anything or not. Or not. Oh, They're right. broadcasters; you have to say something. You have yeah. to say something. Yeah. So they like chose the, jokes, and the crowd was still cheering the whole time. I'm like, is anybody watching? <laughs> well, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, it was that awesome rollout she did. Apparently, 
Did she maintain control of the ball? She, she did. did. Yeah. Both feet in. <laughs> did yeah. she make a football move? <laughs> First down, Oklahoma. All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? A special consumer watch right now. This is titled, This Story Could Get Testy. Oh, boy. I'm nervous. I actually want this product. There's a new product for men called the Testy Koozie. Oh, what? It is a tiny jacuzzi. For your junk, for man's pork and beans. I love this. Oh, my God. They cost $40 at testycoozy.com. That's with an I, testycoozy.com. <laughs> this is the ad. Um, wow. After a long day in a pair of skinny jeans, nothing says happiness. Okay. <laughs> he's, no, he said happiness. Oh, happiness. I take this you. is happiness. I'm just not, I'm like, just not, yes, I'm just not confident. He's not confident with it. <laughs> Come on, Drew. You can get your mind out of the gutter. Well, I just don't know. You can tell where your mind is. Happiness. Well, those English, Happiness. You know, they, they like to play things. This product this yeah. things differently from has us. actually been around for hundreds of years. It's called, it's called a hot tub. B- it's called a bidet. No, no, <laughs> that that no, no. This, this is, has got this bubbles. Is like, this is like a little mi- miniature hot tub. It's like a little jacuzzi for the pork and beans. That looks why like you, yeah. I just don't understand why you just have your pork and cheese. Because you're supposed to the keep tub. them at a certain temperature. Or obviously, put the rest of you in the hot tub. Use a full size hot tub or a hot bath. Yeah. Well, you can get a. Oh my God! Are we in that big of a hurry in the society that we yeah. only have time to jacuzzi Some of our us business? Can't afford a hot tub, Drew. <laughs> no, but you know what? I know exactly what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> you are getting a testy koozie, and so are you, Ryder the Young. Yes. All right, there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Kim Kardashian says she and husband Kanye West are not having any more kids. Yesterday's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians that aired showed Kim and Kanye welcoming their fourth child, their son, Psalm, ahead of their five-year wedding anniversary. And after all the necessary ooing and eyeing about how cute the kid was, kid said four is the perfect number and she is done. Now that makes sense. My mom had four kids. She had the exact, exact same thing. But Your mom's the, exactly like Kim Kardashian? She's just like her. But here's just the like thing. Her. I mean, just like her, yeah. There may be trouble blurring in Kim and Kanye land. Yeah, Fitz, what? we were just talking about this. Yeah. He's really into his Sunday service now. He's going all over the country preaching mm-hmm. Sunday service, which sometimes he holds on Saturdays, which I find interesting. And he's got a line of clothing, and his line of clothing has the women covered and a bit more demure. And word is, mm-hmm. he wants Kim in that in that clothing. Wants her to quit dressing uh, mm-hmm. like Kim, oh. like a Kardashian. Which is yeah. Now, does he want her to yeah. wear it to sell more of it, or does he want her to wear it because that's his, the way he thinks women should be covered now? Right? He wants he wants his wife to to cover up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yes to both. I think it's a marketing ploy. But then again, and, you know, the world has seen a lot of Kim Kardashian. Yeah, but that's right. how he got her. That's why he yeah. got her. Yeah, and right. He can't yeah. change her after the fact. Right. He's taking his Yeezys, talking about Yeezus. Who needs who more? <laughs> I think he needs her a whole lot more than she needs oh, him. Well, probably yeah. for his his sanity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, Oscar winner Jennifer Lawrence got hitched over the weekend. She, of course, is Katniss Everdeen uh, from the Hunger Games movies and lots of other things. She's actually a really great actress. She married an art dealer named Cook Maroney. Here's the thing. Apparently, Rhode Island's the new place because they had it at some ritzy mansion there. But the same weekend, last weekend, it was the birthday party of some super celebrity DJ named Andrew Watt. So all the people from her wedding went over to that party, and then a bunch of other what we call young Hollywood royalty went over there as well, including Mr. and Mrs. Justin Bieber, neither Mm. of whom are actually in movies, but apparently they're Hollywood royalty. But guess who is also now considered Hollywood royalty? One of the biggest stars of the party, Olivia J. Giannulli. Yes, and Becky's daughter, Victoria Lori Loughlin. And uh, Massimo Giannulli. She rode all the way to the wedding. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Did Aunt Becky pay uh, pay for her to be at the wedding? I yeah. wonder. Pretty oh, much. Her she, she, are... Aunt Becky had her photoshopped in as a bridesmaid. Really? <laughs> <laughs> They're basically about to go to prison and she's partying up. Uh, here's a fun fact. TMZ refers to her as OJ. I think I'm going to start oh, doing no, that. Oh, no. They deemed and, a new OJ. <laughs> and I want to give it up for Jake Gyllenhaal, an actual superhero. He plays what's her, Mysterio, whatever. Uh, he plays Mysterio in the Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, well, whatever. He saved a dog. What? This big old Dalmatian got away from its owner in the middle of New York City. New York City, like this huge, busy intersection with cars and trucks, and this poor dog was terrified. And Jake 
ran into the traffic, stopped all the cars. He said, I can't quit you. That's I'm right. going to save your life. And then he gave the owner a talking to about oh, boy. different types of leashes she could use that might prevent this. I see this all I'm the time. I'm Jake Gyllenhaal, That's citizen. Right. Citizen? <laughs> Never fear. I wish. He would be such a cute Superman, wouldn't he? Or Spider-Man or any of the man. He would make yeah. a pretty good Superman. Good Superman. Yeah. yeah. He'd have to shave, wouldn't he? Yeah, you'd have to shave, and then also you'd have to quit the Marvel movies. <laughs> right. But other than that, he'd be perfect. Yes. There you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. <laughs> Fitz happens. Live. Live. Real. I love that he's for real. Funny. Oh, he's amazing. He's hilarious. He has the best personality ever. If I could marry him, I would. The Fitz Show. Anybody in the room uh, ever use a dating app? Anybody in the room or anybody listening right now ever actually swiped left or swiped right to find love? I have to ask a qualifying question. Oh, okay. I once met a girl online like in 1993, I think. Was it, it was? like America Online? <laughs> it was yeah. before that. It was it was before te- it was before graphics. Online. It was on a bulletin board where you like Basically, Dear yeah. Stanford Chem Lab. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like uh, edu/.net oh right. tell star ding bong bong. You were in the chat room. Weren't you? It was a chat room. It was a chat room. Yeah. With the only colleges were on and my college that I went to in Michigan first was on there and I met a girl in Wyoming. Oh. Did you drive to see her? I I saw her on the way home from Michigan. <gasps> I drove home. How was oh, yes. it? Yes. Wow. It's interesting. It's very cool. It's very interesting. Well, see what you expected? Because there's a lot of times that, you know, there are lies and exa- exaggerations that are told. Yeah. To be honest, I think she was a little better than I expected. I think I was a little worse than <laughs> she expected. <laughs> well, I'm not sure that there's anyone whose online dating profile doesn't have, you know, maybe some exaggerations. Oh, yeah. But um, people were asked recently what lies would bother them the most when they finally met the person in real life. That they had digitally met first, and then, right, it's time for the physical meeting. Uh, the lies that bother men the most are that they were a lot older than they had claimed, they weighed a lot more than they claimed, or they were a lot younger than they claimed. Oh, yeah. And the lies that bother women the most, they're a lot younger than they claimed, they're a lot older than they claimed, and they're a lot shorter than they claimed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, wow. I can see that one being The younger wow. slash older is interesting to me. So apparently some men m- bump their age up for, for dating oh, purposes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah. That's interesting to me. And then the women are disappointed because, what, you're only 25? I thought well, yeah. you were 50. Well, I mean, think about it, because some women will like men who are older, and then there's some older women who like men who are younger. So like, there's people who will lie about their age just to try and get into like dating somebody. All right, right of the young, and I know that in the past you've experimented with you know dating apps, and because yeah. you're 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 just a youngin. Uh, oh yeah, I uh, tried them all. <laughs> ha- tell me, like a percentage of when you go out, what are the odds that somebody hasn't been lying or exaggerating? Oh. Like, do, do you always? I mean, are you always pleased, or, or would you say nine out of ten times you're like, oh my god, what, what's going on? I'll tell you right now, twenty percent of the time, people tell the entire truth. 20%. No. Yes. 20%. The entire truth. You're saying everything, everything else is all them. lies. No, 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 no. Like 20% of the time, like every, like when you look at a dating profile, like that's 20% of the time, 100% true. Everything they put on there is true. Most of the time, people like to put little white lies, whether it be like, oh, I work for Microsoft. And then you meet them okay. and they go, lying about Lying about employment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I work for McDonald's across from Microsoft. So not actually Microsoft, right. but Microsoft campus. What was the most shocking thing that you found out whenever you you went to meet a possible date like oh my god oh i met a girl once that said she was 23 this is when i was 23 and she was like i want to say she was 34 <laughs> and i was very like taken back and, and, I was and like, did that really uh, make you mad yeah <laughs> 34 yeah. Oh, it god. was a huge gap it was hey a, grandma I, are you here to drop off your daughter <laughs> <laughs> this is the fit show fit happens live oh yeah All right, let's get to it. What have we learned today for Tuesday, October 22nd, 2019? Special shout out and thank you so much for spending your time with us and listening to the show and supporting the show and following us on social media and telling your friends and coworkers and loved ones about the show because you make the difference. Uh, Here's what I learned today. I learned that uh, online dating lies will get you 
in trouble when you meet people in real life, right, Ryder the Youngin? Oh, you told me that. Yeah, 100%. Have you ever lied in your online dating profile, Ryder the Youngin? Uh, everybody has. <laughs> <laughs> Six one sounds better than six foot. I'm just saying. Point proven. <laughs> Case closed. All right, Drew, what have we learned today? I learned that the English have a new sort of reality show called Meet the Family, spelled Meet the M-E-A-T, family. Yeah. where they have to live with the animal that they find tastiest and see if they can still eat it afterwards. First, they have to form a relationship with them, like, right. like a pet, and then they have to eat it. But I mean, farmers have been doing that for centuries. Oh, it's different now. It's 2019. It's different now, right? <laughs> All right, I suppose. But here's the question: Whose animal from this show would we eat first? We're not eating the animals we already have. It's a hypothetical show question. From our well, pets? I, mine, mine has no meat on it, so he's a little tiny dog. Well, you couldn't eat Susie, my little Susie. She's not feeling well right now. She has liver cancer. Why would you even want to include her? Uh, well, I didn't. I, um, I think you brought that up. Yeah, yes. Claire's got big dogs. Oh, we're eating <laughs> oh Claire's my dogs. God. Claire's got a good meaty German shell. survival here. My dogs eat really well, so yeah. I would probably eat my dogs if I needed nutrition, too. Oh, that was hilarious. What have we learned today, Claire? I learned uh, that a football coach in Oregon not only has a lot of guts, but a huge heart after he disarmed a young student gunman who came into the classroom and then hugged him. Hugged him until the police came. All right, right of the youngin. What about you? What'd you pick up? Today during the show, I learned that Miley Cyrus is taking a break from music and touring and everything else, and we're just all very grateful for that. If only she'd take a break from social media, we could rest easy. Dang, yeah. you're right. Only She's probably somewhere shooting in like another Wrecking Ball video Yeah, right now. We yeah. need her thumb doctor to tell her to stop using the phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe she's going through a tough time right now. Maybe she misses uh. her hobby. She's got tonsillitis. I feel like she's been right? going through a tough time for like the last 22 she's years. She's got tonsillitis. <laughs> I feel like That's what, what she's going was. through is every single person in America. Yeah. <laughs> she's going through a Rolodex. <laughs> All right, you guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. And thank you so much for checking us out. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm right of the youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.